This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Sport Clips Haircuts. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hair do like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of champion haircuts, but they've also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game with the MVP haircut experience. Your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo, along with a perfectly steamed hot towel, all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Jim Carrey, Jim Drop, Jim Pick Back Up Again, Jim Eat Anyway, Jim Five Second Rule. Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Thank you to Roque, Roque, for that wonderful catchphrase submission. And welcome to Comedy Bang Bang for another week. And we have, I, I, I know I always say it, but I truly believe it this week. We have a fantastic show. Coming up a little later, we have a child development expert. We're going to be asking them all of our questions about our children, other people's children, any child we've known or heard of or read about or seen on the silver screen. We are going to find out about them. Uh, we also have an educator, an educator coming up a little later. Now, if that doesn't sound exciting enough for you uh, to kind of brainy guests, then uh, we have someone from the world of show business here. So uh, uh, people like famous people, right? And yes, stars are back. 2024 SAG, we we closed it down, we made it happen, and now the stars are back to be on podcasts, and there are none brighter than this one. Uh, let's list some of his credits. The Office, Silicon Valley, uh, Playing House, uh, 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 Veep, uh, 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 The After Party, Season 2, and probably most importantly, he played, uh, I believe it was Greg the Magnificent. Who was it? Greg the Someone on Comedy Bang Bang, the television show. I don't remember my particular moniker, but I do know that that was the kind of keystone. Yeah, it was. Uh, let me look this up. It was Greg, uh, the remarkable Greg, the remarkable Greg. <laughs> what an underwhelming <laughs> adjective to assign yourself. <laughs> well, you were a magician. Yeah. And we thought that sounded the most boring <laughs> Because you were a really bad, boring magician who then also had uh, telekinesis, I believe. That's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> um, please welcome, for the first time on the podcast, Zach Woods. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here and a little bit shy. Oh, it's great to have you. Uh, you know, a uh, big fan of your work. Uh, I've been chasing this down for 15 years. We finally landed you. The Ooh. white whale. Yeah. 
our Moby Richard, if you will. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yes, I like to Usually clean it up. Because that's, that's why I didn't come on for a long time. As I said, that show's fresh. That show has a, it, There's a freshness to that show, yeah. and I just can't abide that. So thank you. For but I, I am going to say a couple of dirty words right now. Okay. I hope you're prepared for them. But uh, you have a new show called In the Know, and it's out now on Peacock. Okay. These are two just filthy, filthy words. It's... <laughs> Frankly, it's kind of redundant thematically because one originates from the other. Exactly. Yeah. I guess only only P comes from, as far as I know, it doesn't come from P. <laughs> but it's not like I'm saying, oh, this is my mouth food. Yeah, that's true. You know what true. I mean? Uh, yeah. It's like, get rid of one of them. Someone said, I can't remember who said this. It was on Twitter or something, but someone said that um, when HBO Max became HBO, which uh, just became Max, they said, your move, Peacock, which I thought was funny. <laughs> do you, what, what do you think they should have been? The, what peacock should have been yeah well i think they just meant shorten it to cock shorten it to cock i get it i think that's what it meant <laughs> that's how i understood could have been shortened to p though yeah either way i was a little distracted i was putting it on do not disturb which i forgot <laughs> to do so i i checked in with you in the back half of that sentence can i ask you a question yeah please do for example this just happened before we started recording mm-hmm. i said i have i would like to pee yeah some people say, I would like to use the restroom. Mm. Do you feel that there's something gross about imposing an awareness on the people who I, are with you? That I do, and, and, to, and to me, that I, I always feel like when someone clarifies that it's just pee, they're lying. And I think that they're really... Jerking off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the and the you white were, stuff is coming out. You were right. You were right. <laughs> no, I, I do. I, I, yeah. I, I don't need to know what you... It, it's none of my business what you do in there. You right. don't have to tell me what you're about to do. So you, you know? prefer I have to go to the restroom? Sure. Or I'm going to go into this room. That seems really much more <laughs> suspicious. I would be <laughs> nearly certain that the person was going to masturbate. I'm going to go into this room. For uh, an indeterminate amount of time, I'm going to be occupied in this room. <laughs> Right. However long, to, however long it takes me to remember the exact face of my um, non-biological aunt. <laughs> Your biological aunt. Non-biological. Non-biological. I was I trying see. to think what would be an upsetting thing to. Yes. Anyway, I, I regret the. You see that movie Ants? With uh, Jerry Seinfeld, B story. That was B story. No, uh, the the one I'm thinking of is the one with the ants in it. I don't know. I think there's probably just one. I can't imagine <laughs> they made that many movies about bugs. <laughs> What are the odds? <laughs> I have 300 to 1? I don't know. Scott, that'd be insane. <laughs> that many movies about bugs? Yeah. What's no. next? Dust mites? <laughs> Come you know? on. Come on. Get out of here. Get, get the fuck out of here. You ever do one of those uh, uh, animated movies? You in one of those? Baby. Angry Birds 2. You uh, Don't call me baby, first of all. <laughs> a little. Okay. What Do you have a preferred pet name? Uh, sh- Honey Boo Boo? Honey Boo Boo. I was in Angry Birds 2. <laughs> wow. Why, why only the second one? Um, I think... It's a good question, and it's a question that's for the Angry Birds czars. I don't <laughs> actually know why I was rudely excluded from the first one. Couldn't your character have been in the first one, and and shouldn't they maybe do like a Kevin Spacey? Hear me out. You know when uh, Kevin Spacey uh, uh, was was they substituted Christopher Plummer in that movie for him? You could they could put you into number one retroactively, right. or do like an Apocalypse Now Redux style version where it's like they yeah they add but it was so sorely missing from Angry Birds one. I I uh, I'm not very good at voiceover, which is a problem because I'm in a sh- animated yeah, your new show. show. Yeah. But that was a little different. But when it's when you're when you're sealed in a booth and you're just talking to your own ears, it's hell. And I feel so 
I had an acting teacher once, hold your applause, who uh, <laughs> who said this thing. She was like, the key to, to um, good acting is finding something more important to do than giving a good performance. So if you can, you know, be invested enough in the person across from you and, and the kind of fictional circumstances, you lose yourself and you, the little satellite that orbits your head telling you how badly you suck sort of floats off into deep space. But, but couldn't you be like, playing a character who has that orbiting thing saying you suck? Well, luckily I've played mostly those characters, so it hasn't <laughs> been uh, too much of a liability. But I would say that when you're in a voiceover booth, it's like the universe has shrunk to the size of your self-consciousness because you're hearing, as is happening right now, you hear your own voice projected into your own ears and there's nothing, It's it's a dim room, so it's just you with your demons to keep you company and i have a hard time with it so angry birds 2 was a challenge for me <laughs> why are those rooms so dim i've always wondered I, they do they keep yeah. the lights low it's a very soothing environment separate from the task that you're there to perform <laughs> but you're only there to perform that task I know. so it's weird. why not just make it like a harsh environment I know. Yeah, I think they should just lean in and just make their mirrors like it should just be four mirrored walls and like disapproving photos of your dad. <laughs> and now everything's on Zoom. So no one's even there with you. It's just like the worst circumstances to try to. I met someone last night who worked on this show and who I'd only talked to on Zoom. On the and, show that you're here to promote, which is, of course, in the know on Peacock now. Yeah. And I wasn't just trying to worm it in there. I promise. I get it. No, but worms, boy. Yeah. Speaking of animated movies. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Who would you cast as the as the hero worm? The hero worm, Gosh. Angelica Houston. So, like a worm who's like pretty, but she doesn't know it, and <laughs> she's shy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Zellweger probably. Oh, that's actually a good idea. Worked with her on Shark Tale, of course. Never met her. But back to your story about never meeting someone. I never met uh, Renee Zellweger. You just met someone who worked on your show in the know, right? And I'd only seen her on Zoom, and her face was completely different. Then the Zoom face. Yeah, I didn't recognize her. I said, who are you? Really? We've talked to each other a lot. And did she give any she kind of lovely. explanation of uh, had she had? She generously tap danced to try to like make my confusion normal. You know that thing where like yeah. someone has done something egregious and then you quickly try to fabricate a justification to put them at ease. She, she probably looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> to me, she looks so different. I don't know. What do you think? Do, maybe she had her lips filled recently or something. <laughs> What's her name? Let's 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 find her on her social media. Her name is Sam. Sam, if you're listening, I apologize. Um, what is she, what does she do on the show? Let's talk about the show because it's uh, such an interesting show. I've seen. I'm not going to brag, but I've seen approximately one episode before it came out. <gasps> Thanks. Scott. Can you Thanks imagine someone it. devoting that kind of time to something? I can't. I don't watch anything. <laughs> I, I mean, people will dear friends of mine, loved ones will have things, and I don't watch them. Yeah. So there's got to be better things than like entertainment in this world, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I think. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good question. Like, why aren't I more? I'm not your therapist, so I don't really care. But, yeah, you don't uh, want to know the, in, the inner watch works. <laughs> yeah, we don't need soul. to solve this problem today, but <laughs> okay. I do want to talk about your show. It's okay. called In the Know, and it's on Peacock. And would it surprise our listeners to learn? Is it? I know I can hear them all saying, is it animated? Is it live action? Is it improv? Is it scripted? Guess what? It's all of those things. Relax. Just fucking relax. Why are you using that tone with me? We've never even met exactly. hypothetical listener. Exactly. But it's all of these things. It's live. It's animated. 
it's I can tell there's improv in it, but there are scripts. All tell me about this show because I, I'm sick of trying to describe it for these people. Well, as you just said, it's a goulash, and uh, I think that's <laughs> I don't probably think I use that yeah. You, you said you said it's like uh, it's babushka's goulash. <laughs> hmm, I don't, I don't know that? that I would use those precise terms as I'm I not culturally uh, <laughs> Well, I was offended by it because I was like, oh wow, he's like. Appropriating, moving, yeah, yeah, Ashkenazi culture, and it's it's ugly, and yeah, but but uh, it's uh, yeah, it takes place at an NPR station where the host is a, a gentleman named Lauren Caspian, who has a girlfriend who's also named Lauren, and um, she's a dreamer under DACA, but she's an MFA student from Montreal who's just here illegally. Although I don't think we ever mentioned that in the show, but anyway. This is unnecessary backstory. Um, but I, lo- it- I love a ton of specifics before we ever get to the premise. <laughs> That's it. I think you guys understand the show. So come- it's about this guy and a lot of detail about this one particular person. Exactly. So he's not even a series regular. He's he's the uh, Lauren Caspian is the host, and there's a bunch of other people who work at the station. It's stop motion puppets puppeteered by the people who brought you Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio from Shadow Machine. Wow. Um, yeah. I can't believe it. Did did they ever, <laughs> were they ever like, hey, maybe Pinocchio could be in this episode because they still had the puppet or anything? Yeah. I mean, he's just hanging out at that studio <laughs> now because he's like, he's really can only be typecast. And so right. it's really ugly. Like he kept offering... Like he kept offering to do stuff for me to if I put him in the show. Oh yeah, that's yeah. terrible. Well, I mean, the good thing about him is he's sort of like Webster; he never ages, so he can always play the little boy parts. Yeah, but it was gross. He, he was like, "You can slap me around, do whatever you want," <laughs> and I was like, "I don't want to do that, and I don't want you in the show." And he was like, "I'm a real boy," and I was like, "I know, <laughs> really? I know," but yeah, it was weird. He was such mm-hmm. a little flirt, but I didn't feel like it was about me. I felt like it was about like opportunity, and I just wasn't comfortable. Yeah, with that, exactly. So. Well, like if he actually wanted you. Oh, slap him around oh, yeah then it would God. be a different story but are you yeah. kidding me <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> but it was because i could tell it wasn't you know it's yeah. just lonely i've been down that road before where you like get into like um a tryst with a fantastical creature and then you realize they're just using you for your yeah. real world entertainment like a wood or, or an ent yeah it was like um the font it was the um the guy from uh, uh what's it the, the guy the fawn from narnia oh uh mr tumnus Tumness. Yeah, that that asshole. Jesus. Yeah. Tumness. Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, that's the thing I've always wondered. Like, Mr. Tumness is this way, too. But, like, Scooby-Doo, we love him, right? I've we, never seen him. Oh, yeah, he's great. He's a dog. I know of him, but I've never seen an episode. Okay, so he has a TV show. Okay. They spin it off into a couple movies. And then what? He's just not in any other movies? Like, why can't he be in Maestro or something like that? You know what I mean? Maybe he'll have like a Brendan Fraser style thing where he'll just play like in a massively overweight dog in yeah. like 20 years. <laughs> sure. It doesn't have to be a branded Scooby-Doo movie, but we love Scooby-Doo. He's got such a high Q rating. Put him in other movies. It's a good thing. You know, it's funny. I guess that's true that the characters, yeah. although if you get like a Mickey Mouse, they can, some of them just pop across generations. That's true, but we can use Mickey Mouse now. Steamboat Willie, baby. That's right. Sorry. Steamboat Willie in, in, in the know, which is out on Peacock now. Uh, he's not yet, but maybe one day. But I, I, um, with Mr. Tumnus, I don't know why, I guess I brought him up when my father read me, you were talking about our parents earlier. My father Mm -hmm. read me Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe when I was a kid. And there's a scene where- That's uh, a commitment. He was great. We would read like Neil Simon plays together. Really? And we would do the voices and stuff. He was really a sweetheart and remains a sweetheart. He Hmm. he didn't be curdle with age. (laughs) 
Um, but he, uh, yeah, but he read me that book and there's a scene where the queen is angry at Mr. Tumnus and, and she goes, her goons go into Tumnus's cave and fuck up his house and ruin a picture of his dad, which is his only picture of his dad as far as I know. Mm. And I remember my father reading that to me and finding it so desperately sad that I could not continue with the book. Something about my father reading about this guy losing his last remaining image of his father fucked me right up. So did you say, Father, please put down the novel. I did. We cannot continue apace with this. <laughs> I did. I did. We need to seize all reading. I think I had a more slightly more effete way of saying it. I think it... <laughs> I had a slightly more aristocratic see, tone I'm of sorry. voice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that, try, I'm trying. It's I wasn't raised I in the slums, Scott. I don't talk like <laughs> gutter trash. Um, but uh, anyway, so so okay. So I have. To, I don't know if I've summarized the show yet, but it takes place at an NPR studio. They're stop motion puppets. You're like, and I don't know whether you're allowed to say this, but Tell I believe me. I am. Tell you're, me, you're like an Ira Glass type. Yeah, he's kind of like a a, a hybrid of like Ira Glass, Ezra Klein, Michael Barbaro, Terry Gross. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, who all bear a kind of strange uh, resemblance to each other. If you look at them, there's a kind of through line. It's like they want to, too. You know, they all get the same pair of glasses and they all kind of style themselves the same way. Oh, and this is important. Mm -hmm. This, if nothing else, this is important to me. If you're listening and you listen to The Daily starring Michael Barbaro, please Google image search Michael Barbaro sexy pose. (laughs) Okay, and I'll just leave do, it at that. I have to do this. <laughs> I have to do this right now. It has to be an image search. Uh, sexy pose. Okay. I'm not going to describe exactly what comes up because I'll leave that for the list. Oh. You getting what? this one, Scott? Yeah, I certainly am. I'm getting another one too, which is a couch. Uh, That's what I'm saying. These guys are yeah. saucy. I tell you. So you play sort of an Ira, if I may, glass half empty? <laughs> 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 oh fuck oh fuck i'm Wait, fucking no, no. crying scott just put a gun in his mouth <laughs> oh shit this is the end <laughs> don't do it it's a flare gun scott take it out i'll put it aside okay oh fuck Sorry. okay uh anyway so you play this character yeah. and there and and there are the other people who work at the npr station yes. including some on-air personalities um, and then uh, your character, uh, it, it appears from the one episode that I watched, twice an episode you interview actual celebrities, and those are a la Space Ghost, I would say. Mm-hmm. Those are yeah. uh, uh, live. They're, they're over sort of Zoom. Yeah. So we're, seeing, we're not seeing claymation or puppets of them. We're seeing them live. Right. And uh, it weaves the interviews throughout storylines of what is going on with these characters. That's great. That was a better... I've been explaining this show for a month and you did it better than I've done Well, I saw an episode. But thank you for doing that. But (laughs) yeah, and then it's, the interviews are all, except for one which we scripted which is sort of self-evident, but they're all improvised with the guests and we have Mike Tyson and we have Roxanne Gay and Ken Burns and Jonathan Van Ness and a million people. It's like, one thing I actually really love about NPR is if you listen to Terry Gross she has a million different guests who are from all different businesses and pasts they all have loan out companies though probably yeah they she won't fuck with you if you don't have an llc but like (laughs) but um so we tried to do that with ours too and just have a range of people and would you uh i I was imagining the way that you put the show together 
Mm. Uh, because look, I'm a producer at heart, you know that. <laughs> and I just, I like to figure out how shows are put together. So I was kind of imagining how you would do the interviews. Yeah. Um, I would imagine you did them as yourself and you had like lists of questions and things you wanted to try. And it was, those were kind of improv. Is that? Yeah. I, well, the way it would actually work is Brandon Gardner, who co-created the show with me and Mike Judge, um, would, uh, I, they wouldn't see me. They would, Brandon would just say, you're going to do this interview. We're going to put up a picture of this NPR host. Ah. And then so that they would never look at my face. So they're always just looking at a picture and I would always just stay in character. And then we just do the interview that way. Interesting. Yeah. So did they ever get to see the picture of you? At like like at the end, like suddenly like they show a picture of you and everyone goes, oh, more handsome. And then they <laughs> applaud or anything like that. Or? <laughs> no, it didn't happen that way. But it, I, they did see my face, but their reaction was comparatively muted to what you just described. Well, it's um, uh, let's describe who else is in the show. You mentioned Mike Judge. He also does a voice in it. But we have such luminaries as Carl Tart, a favorite on this show. He's so lovely in it. Who else do we have in this? We have J. Smith Cameron. We have Caitlin Riley, Charlie Bushnell, and Mike Judge. An incredible cast, wonderful guest stars. Six episodes from what I'm guessing? Six episodes, low commitment. And they sent cookies over uh, uh, in anticipation of you being on this show. Peacock, they said, how many people are on the show? And I, I, I mentioned how many people. I thought they were going to send one cookie per person. They sent a box of cookies per person. So we're just swimming in in the no cookies and they and and they they are pictures of the character. So at some point I'm going to be eating your face. That's correct. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I guess Peacock maybe has some sort of like pharmaceutical advertising, like diabetes medication or something. So they're just they trying. It's a kind of they get them coming and going. Yeah, it's a snake heating its own tail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's 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 weird. I mean, that was I remember being getting on television for the first time and the uh, experience of seeing merch and stuff. And what was feeling... your first television experience? Let me guess. The Office. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. And you had you had uh, your character, whoever he may be. Uh, <laughs> do you even Gabe remember? the remarkable? It was Gabe. All oh, right. right. Uh, did, did, did there was like Gabe merch and stuff like that? No, but you would just see like y y for the show you were on or whatever, mm. and there were like Silicon Valley. There started to be like stuff where you'd see like, oh, this is a little doll that looks like your or um, fan fiction. I like that, like like erotic fan art. I really like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you have you ever been reading like? erotic fan fiction about one of your characters and then you're, you're reading and going like wait a minute i've done all this <laughs> and then you're like who sent this who posted you, this you know i grew up with a kid who was i think went on to be a marine and was like from a kind of conservative family and this is the sweetest thing adolescent boy like love sport you know just kind of like your prototypical like jock kid but when he, he didn't like pornography he liked to find old uh, literary erotica and read it. <laughs> Isn't that so sweet? Read it to himself? Yeah. Or to, oh, yeah. To, not like, so like other friends. guys would have like whatever penthouse and he would be reading about like whatever like lady shatterly's lover yes stuff like it, that's this. exactly right that's okay. exactly right that's, i mean you know that's what it was written for isn't it sweet yeah. though that he felt yeah i i don't know how i found out i'm sure i'm sure once the internet was invented he's just like oh okay now i'm now i'm at Pornhub. no i, I think he was finding it on the internet really yeah yeah okay 
And one time he had, we had a sleepover and I made him read a one act play with me. I guess maybe because my dad would read us Lost in Yonkers so then, or whatever, Neil Simon play. So then I was like, let's like, read. This will be fun. Truly. Me I was my like, dad do this. <laughs> it was like an old, well, this is what I didn't realize. This is before I knew he liked the literary erotica. So I was like, let's read this 19th century British satire one act play. And then we read it and he was like, down, he did it. And then, uh, and then later I found out about the literary pornography and I was like, oh. Yeah, huh. I wonder if he got horny while we did this play. Oh, interesting! I hope so. Mm. If you, if it felt, if you wanted to, man, I gotta go to one of these sleepovers at your place. Yeah, these sound, man. these sound great. I mean, they're not. Just to be clear, it's not happening currently. That was when I was a. Oh, oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah, when I'm I was age. I thought I thought this was like two weeks ago. No, but if you wanted to sleep over at my house, you're legitimately could more I really? Than welcome. And I'm not talking about couch surfing. I'm talking about a real sleepover where, like, we're yeah. in the same room. You have like another bed, you know, like and. Or maybe we make a fort and stuff like that. That's fun. Yeah. I would, is my, the thing about sleepovers for me that was really interesting is just the like kind of scuba diving into another family and seeing like, Their oh traditions. my God, it's not the same. I, I, my first best friend was a born again Christian and my family were heathens, you know, we're just secular Jews and we would, would curse all the time. And I, I was, we were playing Atari and I said, God damn it. And his mother, <laughs> Judy, just like, oh my God, she was, she wasn't even angry. She was just heartbroken. She just went, oh, we don't do that. <laughs> We don't say that. And I was bewildered. Another time I was at my friend James's house and his parents were fighting and then I came home and I was really upset and I told my parents, I was like, James's parents are going to get a divorcement. And uh, <laughs> they did. Oh, okay. You're right on the money with yeah, that. Yeah, I was wow. right. Wow, okay. Not to brag. Well, In the Know is out now on Peacock. All six episodes are available. Um, you would suggest watching all of them, or would you say, like, watch the odd-numbered ones or the even-numbered ones? I'd what? say it depends what's going on in your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, if you got the time, sure. yeah, be a completist. Sure. But, like, I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you. There, look, it's not like someone's going to watch this thing and then say, I watched your thing. What are you going to care? Like, it's like, okay, I mean, fine. don't get me I wrong. No I'm desperate you for you to watch it. It's a labor of love. And like, of course, I prefer not to just shout into an empty void. But like, I don't know, maybe like your kid has this like, like cystic fibrosis or something like that. Yeah. And you don't have time. Yeah. I'm not going to like sweat <laughs> you about not watching my fucking show. That's for damn sure. But, but, and we're not saying that people who are in situations like that shouldn't watch the show. If no, you have the time, I mean, it'll take your mind off some of your problems probably because it's a very funny show. I watched one of my parents was, had a major surgery and the night before we watched Midnight Run. And it really hit the spot. Yeah, it, it can relax you. It's like, what are you going to sit around thinking about this surgery that's going to happen, uh, you know, or did happen I, all, all day and all night? No. No, I asked my friend, because her mom had had cancer, and she, I said, what's your advice? What's your advice? And she said, well, we watched a lot of comedies with strong female protagonists. And I was like, that's great. And so I picked Midnight Run with Robert De Niro. <laughs> Charles no, Broden. not a woman in sight. Um, <laughs> but Try and think of a single woman in that, <laughs> yeah, in that I, show. It was, yeah. You got Joey Pants. That's it. It was like a Shakespeare play. It was yeah. all men. Yeah. Well, In the Know, out now on Peacock. Uh, you can find it pretty easily by going on your Peacock app, Typing in in the know, or probably Zach Woods would would make it come up. It probably is, might be on the main page if you get it there soon enough. Probably. God, I hope uh, so. Yeah, uh, maybe the holdovers is there on the main page. Don't watch the holdovers. Watch in the know now. If you have some time after in the know, and you want to watch it, no, don't guys. Just don't watch the holdovers. This is straight from the top of the. This is straight from the top of the Peacock food chain. Do not. <laughs> <laughs> 
watch the holdovers. I'll tell you one thing. There aren't holdovers branded cookies here on the table. <laughs> Nothing with Paul Giamatti's face. I haven't seen the movie, but, you know, I just prefer you not watch it. Yeah, I get it. We get it. Um, all right. We're going to take a break, Zach. Can you stick around? Because we have of some uh, very interesting guests. I think are really up your alley here. We have Thank a you. child development expert. We also have an educator. I think this is a classy, classy show today. Yeah, that's good. Because, again, it's been fresh in the past, and I really yeah. hate that. I appreciate you raising the bar for yeah. us. So I appreciate that. Yeah. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll have more from Zach Woods. More Comedy Bang Bang. We'll be right back after this. <laughs> the big game or big mods? First date or first big break kit? Binge that new show or binge install vids? When you're a real car lover, the choice is obvious. With over 122 million parts to fit your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, turbochargers, LED headlights, exhaust kits, bumpers, roof racks, and engines. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has all the parts you need for the ride you love. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello, everyone. Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast, is sponsored by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs. We're having entrepreneurs back on the show this year to stand out and succeed online. With Squarespace, it is easy to create a beautiful website to engage with all of your audience, all on your terms. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace. Fluid Engine. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Fluid Engine. Get started with one of Squarespace's professional website templates with des with designs <laughs> with zzz. there's a lot of buzz around this with designs for every category and use case then customize your look update content and add features to fit your unique needs head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch go to squarespace.com/bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing that you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Can you imagine if every day was 25 hours? Would you sleep during it? I, I mean, I maybe you could sleep more, uh, especially if you, uh, but, but maybe you can't sleep more. It would be an extra hour to do like fun stuff for you. you. You could, maybe it's like, you're always like, I can't exercise. I can't find the hour. Well, now you got it. Well, a lot of our friends and neighbors out there, we spend our lives wishing we had more time, right? Well, the question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? Well, therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And you can learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BangBang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash BangBang. <laughs> Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Zach Woods is here. Uh, in the Know is out now on Peacock. Why is it called In the Know? Um, I think there's something about, like, okay, 
this is a little shade. Okay, we're throwing people some like shade that. here. I love that. Yeah, people like gonna, a bit of shade. Are we going to make gossip uh, rags? We're going to make here? gossip rags. Okay, I love it. So Alec Baldwin uh, has a show called had a podcast called Here's the Thing, mm-hmm. and this was my experience listening to that show. He would get really interesting people on, and they would he would ask them questions. They would start to answer the question, and then he was so eager to advertise that he knew exactly where they were going that he would cut them off and finish their answers in ways that seemed totally obviously not to where they were going to me. <laughs> but it was that kind of thing, or like Seinfeld with comedians in cars getting coffee, where it's these kind of like these like um little confederations of people who are sort of understand the talk you know what i mean like like i watch that show i enjoy that show but not, you know being like as comedians we know the way this works you know so that kind of thing that kind of like um the self-satisfied insularity of someone like lauren caspian i felt like would lead to um a name like in the know and i also think there's that thing of like wanting to I think there are people who feel like their value is their familiarity with cultural references. It's like people feel like what they have to contribute is their kind of almanacness or something, as opposed to just being like a squishy, boring, sweet person, you know? And 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 those people drive me bananas because they're tiring to be around because you endlessly have to be validating that, yes, that is impressive that you've seen that and... Yes, I've never seen that, but you have. And I'm trying desperately not to interrupt you so you don't think I'm like Alec Baldwin. Well, I was talking for a long time. Please put me out of my misery. Now you see why he does it. (laughs) I feel embarrassed. This is, I'm, yeah, yeah, I feel. Uncross your arms. It's a safe space here. We like each other. We're friends. I like you. All right. I like you. Um, Let's get to know our next guest, though. What do you say? Because maybe we'll like them. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be great. Um, she's a child development expert do you have uh i i don't know your personal situation do you have children no i have no no none 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 zero zero children yeah yeah, so the the sum total of your children is zero that's right okay i have uh the sum total is one so uh, i have a a recent uh, child and so i'm very excited to talk to her about uh maybe what's in store for my child and uh this is a serious subject so i'm glad that we have someone uh who's an expert on please welcome margot tits I'm sorry. What was the? Can I just what's what's her name? Uh, Margo Tits. Hi there. Thanks for having me on the show, Scooter. Hi, Margo. Yeah. Yep. It's me, Margo Tits. I am an early childhood development expert. Er, when you say early child, meaning uh, early, early early childhood, or you are an early adopter to the world of child. Both and neither. So Mm. earlier than you could ever imagine when the baby starts growing, it's so early on. Now, I've written a book called Raising Kids. I'm an expert on raising kids. Raising kids. Raising kids. Raising kids. Because it's so early? Like it's like they're like like just tissue, like a raisin like in the womb? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Okay. Sure. No. You don't have to yes and this. I am an expert on raising kids. Now, what's a raisin kid? It's a kid that's so small. It's the size of a raisin. Okay, that's what we're okay. You know, premature baby. <laughs> yeah, I is I that heard... a specific person? 
Do you yeah, know is premature this, babies? Is this like the mascot the, the for the local hospital. Oh, premature baby. Okay. You've never seen him? No, I so haven't seen him. I work with him on, you know, educating the public on different kinds of babies, okay? So <laughs> There's... Wait, is your job just to educate us about the different types of babies? Because Well, and specifically, I guess, raisin kids. Okay. So now when a baby is premature, it could be a week premature. That's kind of what we call the big fat ones. Wait, okay. And on the other side of the scale, you could be... Maybe one day premature. You could be eight That's... and a half and 12 days premature. And that is a raisin That's kid. not as far back as the scale goes, too, by the way. The That's scale... as far back as it goes, yeah. Because okay. right. the raisin kids are still living and they get sent to the special incubator in Ontario. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, Ontario. Are you Canadian, by the way? No. Okay. Yeah. I just, you have a Canadian air about you. Oh, right? I'm, I'm from Minnesota. Oh, you are? Oh, Raisin wonderful. capital of the world. I did not know that. My wife is from Minnesota and she does not like raisins. Maybe that's why. I'm married, Scott. Uh, you don't have to say, oh, I my said, wife, this, I'm not coming on to you. Okay. I said I was married. Just, I know. You're yeah. trying to tell me that you're married as if I'm doing something inappropriate to you. You're not. To, I mean, you are very close to me right now. I They're hugged like, oh. your lower back tight when I met you. Yeah. It made maybe I, I've, too low. I have a recent lower back tattoo as well. And it's very itchy. And so it kind of irritated it. Oh, I could feel the Band-Aid crinkling under your shirt. What it, is the image of the It's tattoo? a mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> But it's really small because that Band-Aid covers the whole thing. It's just a tiny little mermaid on your yeah, leg. Yeah, but oh, I, tiny I re- mermaid, big Band-Aid. requested a giant Band-Aid. Sensitive back skin. I, I don't like to waste Band-Aids. I don't want to constantly put on a new one. I just want a big one I can move around. Were you a premature baby by any chance? <laughs> I was not. No, I was I was to the to the day. Really? I believe, yeah. How come your body's so, yeah, so, so like that? So, explain. So like what? <laughs> so, well, it's stretched in the middle <laughs> and it's melted on the hands. <laughs> big... Big, tall, but not really, you know, emotionally big. Yeah, Taking up yeah. a little bit of space as if, you know, early origins would suggest not fully developed. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I don't know how to explain that other than just, uh, you know, like not working out maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. You got the premature riz, the kids yeah, are calling it. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So tell me about your work. What what exactly do you do? Do you have an office? Do you... Well, I'm on a mission to uh, raise awareness for raising kids because... Okay. Uh, You see, what happens is they get sent to a special hospital in Ontario, the Shania Twain Memorial Hospital. Oh, that's a... uh, She's not dead. We're just remembering her. And we... We can remember people. We can remember her. Yeah. Don't call in. Yeah, don't 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 get, get upset. Don't get don't be complaining about like, oh, my God, you made me think Shania Twain was dead. Well, and she's going to be eventually. We all are. Zach, you ever think about that? About Shania Twain's death? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Shania Tumnus. <laughs> How do you think she's going to go? Oh, my God. I think just like. Hopefully, like while she's doing something she loves. I hope it's just that she transcends. She just passes over. Yeah. She just like, hits like a note. In the middle of a big concert, she's singing like. You hear that, boys? And she sings about who? She goes, man, I feel like a woman. Yeah, Brad Pitt or whatever she's singing about. And then just suddenly she's just like, boom, just like Jesus. Boom. Just boom. <laughs> right just up to heaven. Yep. yep. Remember yep. when Jesus went up to heaven? He was oh. like, brap. Yep. Brap. <laughs> 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 he just went up. His reggaeton stuff was pretty offensive, honestly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really was. It's like, Jesus, I know you're Middle Eastern. <laughs> so there's. Jesus. Yeah. So tell me. Uh, uh, right. Wh- so special hospital for the premature kids that are on right. the raisin side of the scale. And so now what I'm here on the podcast to talk about is there's been a terrible mistake. Oh, no. Uh-huh. A mistake. Now, I was in charge of the raisin kids and I took them for a field trip to, unfortunately, the Kellogg's factory. <laughs> no. And they went on the belt line and they got themselves into the two scoops of raisins in every Kellogg's box of raisin brand. All of them? All of them. Okay. So now. <sighs> How many souls are we missing? 
at least 400,000. <laughs> you brought 400,000 raisin well, kids? Well, they're a little the- itty bitty. They almost fit in my purse. Oh, my God. What so- do you mean they almost, you tried to put? What I hap- brought also a backpack, a second person, a bowling bag. Oh, okay. So I brought them so sort over of like there. when you get a milkshake, you get an extra cup or something like that? Exactly. Yeah. And I was at the factory. I was showing them around. I had to go pee. Gross. In the bathroom. <laughs> you were going into the that room over there for an indeterminate amount of That's time. That's right. Okay. And what I was really doing was doing poo. You were. But I, I told them pee. What... I told them pee. And when I came out, they were all gone. And I said, oh, Christ. They've gotten on the belt and they've gone now distributed to America. Oh, no. So anyone who's eating Raisin Bran right now. Yeah. Oh, this is a terrible, terrible story. So you got to check to see, you know, do I have a raisin or do I have a raisin kit? How can we check? What are the differences? You can take a raisin and you can hold it underwater. If you see little bubbles coming out, (laughs) it's screaming for its life. Okay, that's the only no, method. No, it's not the only okay, way. Because this you seems can, cruel. It okay. seems like waterboarding these poor <laughs> well, little raisins. Don't do it for kids. long. If you see a bubble, as soon as you see a bubble, take the minute it out. you see one bubble, the minute you see one bubble, and it's going to be a small one. This should be a two bubble test. No, it's not the two bubble test. That's for higher up on the preemie scale. Okay. For the big fat ones. That's the big fat preemie test. And that's kind of, you shouldn't be testing it. It's like if you've got a big fat preemie baby, you know what it is. Don't test it. I need okay. to, I would prefer to test. Why? What are you worried that it's going to be? I just don't want to find out that I was wrong and it's not. And if, it's not premature? Yeah. Oh. Okay. If it's on time, I want to know. Hmm. Because if you're late, you're early. You know, the whole thing. If you're of early, course. you're. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Five Absolutely. minutes early is being on time. Yeah. That's right. Um. What? So what? Uh, uh. Uh. People need to every single raisin that's in your raisin brand. Yep. You need to hold underwater for how long? Just a moment. As soon as you see a bubble, take it out. Or you know, check for things like little eyes, little boots, pants, boots? pants. If it's wearing clothes at all, it's a raisin kid. Okay. Any kind of clothes, and this is. I, I can imagine the post, or this is Kellogg's, right? Kellogg's Raisin Bran. I can imagine the Kellogg's company maybe making a cereal that has like raisins with clothes on it. They do. They have. It's a fruity. It's a part of Fruity Pebbles. It's Fruity oh. Pebbles now with raisins with clothes on. <laughs> so you have to be really, careful. You really get. Yeah. First of all, check the box. That's step one. If yeah. it's if it's Raisin Bran, not Fruity Pebbles, now with well, raisins, raisins with clothes. Well, here's the thing. Some of the raisins with clothes on are actually raisins. So that makes it extra complicated because they have, you know, taken they made little sugar pants for the raisins for a gimmick. But what they didn't know is that some of those kids are really raising kids that had their own pants. They put a double pair of pants on a raisin. This is too complicated. (laughs) What happens if I just eat them? Well, it gets even worse. What happens? They're you know how gremlins, they eat milk and they can become more gremlins. (laughs) Uh, I, I mean, as uh, Scott, right. the you movie, know how gremlins Scott. eat milk and become more gremlins. Like, that's that's not covered in the movie. Scott, whatever this cute flirtatious act is. Oh, pretend I don't know a movie. And you have are her, nose to nose with ex- me right now. Back her explain up. it to me. Back up. It does. I can feel... smell your tattoo from here. Okay. <laughs> it's a scratch and sniff. It smells like blood. <laughs> well, that's the scent that I wanted. <laughs> Okay, but it does feel like you're laundering your flirting by mentioning your wife because you're. Th- but and I don't know. Are you married, Margot? I my husband's dead. Thank you. You said you were, you said you were married. Yeah, but he well married once and married forever into the grave. Wear a sweater. <laughs> wear a sweater. Wear it not. Take it off when you get hot. Kiss your husband once or twice. <laughs> married forever. Roll the dice. And that's from the Bible. I, I, I haven't heard that particular book. Is that Psalms? Or I, I know a lot of those rhymes. From, it's from Mormo Jehoho Christi Buddhism. Oh, oh, okay. And this that's a, what I yeah. I subscribe to. I see. So uh so you're never gonna marry again. You're never gonna dance again. I'm never Michael gonna said. marry again. 
<laughs> if only I had a those saxophone. kids that are really raising. So, so now you're spending all your time devoted to this. That's, that's exactly nice. right. Because what I was going to say about the gremlins, which you claim to not understand in a flirtatious way, is that if you do happen to be one of these raising kids, it embeds itself inside intestine and and becomes makes more. Oh, no. So then you have so many of these kids. It's like parasites. Have you ever pooped out a raisin, Scott? I mean. That's given birth. That And that means if you saw one, there's about 40,000 others in the toilet bowl. And they oh eat poop gosh. to stay alive. What? Zach, have you ever heard the like? I, I mean. I mean, I, you know, I guess I, I never wanted kids before. And I, that continues. Yeah, this is, I mean, this sounds, I, I guess I was lucky with what happened with mine. I mean, just came out kind oh, of. Oh, you had a regular size? Regulation size. Uh, yeah. Just uh, that is lucky. Yeah, but you don't know. You should check the house. You might have raising kids in there. Oh no, really? Yes, I pooped out corn before. Are those kids? I'm not sure. I don't deal with that species. You don't deal with corn. Did you no. say that species? Yeah, is it different? Corn kid, I don't know it, but I think they have <laughs> corn them. kid. I don't know it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Well, I, I, so what your advice to people check, out there? Check your raisins. Check your raisins. If you have. Raisins in the raisin. Now, can they be normal raisins like sun kissed and stuff? Like that? None of them ended up there. It's the blonde just... ones are yellow. Okay, the blonde ones are yellow. The brunettes are brown. Okay, redheads. Crazy. Any gingers? Okay, you're flirting with me again, <laughs> and I can tell that was. That what do you think it's about? What do you? Can I ask about this? When yeah. you guys are flirting with each other, do you think like what is the end game? Is it just to feel reconnected to the ways mm. in which you're attractive? Or, yeah, I or mean, do I, you feel like you're actually trying to make something happen? I haven't been able to flirt with anyone in t- over two decades at this point, so it's just like I want to remember how it feels to be alive, right? Well, and what made you choose me as your first one? <laughs> In 20 years. I mean, I'm flattered. I don't know. I could. There was a sense of sadness with your husband's death. How did he die? Do you mind me asking? Bathtub. Uh, Fell on? Don't just bathtub, Scott. Come on. Don't be rude. You don't have to be like flirt. I get you're the bad boy in the flirtation, but like you find I'm trying to nag her. It was bathtub. He died bathtub. He died bathtub. Okay. And so for me, I'm obviously lonely. And when I see someone who I think, and I was wrong, but I thought you were a premature baby grown up into a man, which is always my sweet spot. (laughs) Sure. Was that your husband? Yeah. That's That's how how you got interested. That's oh, oh, that's how bathtub got him. Yeah. And before I came on the show, Scott was like, "You gotta come today because my guest has a smoking hot last name," and I was like. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, one of the hottest last names I've ever seen. I'm that was like, how Zach agreed to do the show. It's been 15 years you haven't done the show. <laughs> yeah, and suddenly, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, it was I, the tits that got you. Yeah. And I'm the, I'm the not tits even, will get you. I just, yeah. It was a cold email. We haven't spoken in years. And I was just like, Zach, you got to come, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to come here. <laughs> the, this last name is fucking smoking hot. You got to get over here. And he went, to, to your credit, you were over here within With, like. Yeah. I left because, yeah, I was at. 45 a, minutes is a. I don't want to give away uh, exactly where you live or your assassination coordinates, but yeah. it, it's 45 minutes. It was 45 away. minutes. And he said, I'm going to flirt like my life depends on it. That's yeah. what he said to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. so I mean, uh, you're doing so far so good. I'm doing good. Hey, let's just say, let's hope I forget about bathtub by the end of this. Because <laughs> okay. I'm always sad and I'm always thinking about it. Yeah, I'm so sorry. That's Anyway, so check your raisins for pants. And if they're sugar pants made by the <laughs> Kellogg's factory, you'll be able to lick them off. But if you can't lick them off, that's a real trouser. So lick the pants. But but don't do it in a perverted way. <laughs> These are children. To, Jesus do you, do you God, Do you recommend Scott. getting consent before you do this? Of course. Okay, so ask the, the, the raisin child whether you have consent <laughs> to lick his pants off. And if they say yes, that's one clue as to whether it's a raisin child it's a or not. clue for sure <laughs> but you, you don't know probably, you sure. put them underwater you still, still have you to put them on, give them a dunk 
All right, these are this is good to know. Okay, so it's this is like an alert out there to all parents or all people who want to be parents or people who have parents or people who used to have parents. I don't know why we're talking about parentage, but uh, this is anyone who's eating cereal out there needs to know about this. Yeah, because it, we got to get these kids back to their parents. Can I ask That's a right. question? Once they do, they, let's say they are rescued from the Kellogg situation or whatever, they, and then they become they have childhoods. Do you parent a a, pre, a a former raisin baby differently as it grows up, or is it still the same approach? Well, I don't know because they haven't been reintegrated. The first batch of raisin babies we ever saw was in 1994 because of Nintendo. What happened with Nintendo? When people are playing Nintendo, it what it does is it fries up your ball sack. Oh. Makes a baby smaller than ever. Because the controller is right next to your... And it sends a Wi-Fi signal through the sperm and the gelatin. Oh, and no. so that's what made the whole influx of these babies. And Second, now they... You ever play uh, Nintendo back in the 90s? Sure, yeah. Oh, my God. Did you hold the controller right under your balls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's don't, the way. Don't, that's, have kids. Don't, don't have kids. Don't have kids. Don't have kids. Because it'll be the gelatin. It, it dealt with... It It dealt with the gelatin for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a bad situation. And now I was an Atari guy, so. Oh, you're safe. Okay, good. You're safe. <laughs> okay. That's why you have your gorgeous little baby. Yeah. Okay, so anyone who had played Nintendo in the 90s between 1994 and what years, would you say? When did they fix this problem? 19, it was fixed in 2001 when Hilary Duff came out with her first album. Oh, okay. Was that related at all? Because or? her something about the quality of her voice is good for semen it's like massaging it's, it's good at so hillary duff's voice is what you're trying to say is good at like making semen sort of in health and now you said that and that's a sound bite from you, <laughs> you so hillary sick, duff sick fuck hillary duff's voice makes <laughs> semen brew in testicles in such a manner that it makes it potent and it's viable. It's a healing force. It is a healing force. Let okay. the rain come down. <laughs> okay, great. Yeah. Um, well, the, this is important information for people out there to know. It so, is. Uh, because if you let those raising kids run amok in your house, they have, you know, certain diabolical needs and ways. And they might be trying to <laughs> destroy your family. They'll kill a dog. They're toxic They've to killed dogs. dogs. Yeah. I, now, I thought the, the fear was we were going to kill them by eating them. You're saying they're going to run amok in our houses? Well, and I'm saying you can't even eat them because they will procreate in your intestine. And when you poop them out, 40,000 more come. I see. So okay. I'm not worried. If you could chomp one up good enough, but something tells me when you throw a yogurt parfait down your gullet, you're not really chewing. Am I wrong? You know, I big I, strong boy like you, huge I want, mouth. I, I want to protect these uh, yeah. choppers here. I yeah. don't want to use them all that much, so I just mm. I, I swallow everything whole. Yep. Yeah. Now let me ask you because you're saying big strong boy like you and things like that. If you guys had a kind of sliding doors situation, mm. of yeah. course you're happy in your life. We're like I slide my door and cool up goes out and she comes in. Is that <laughs> exactly what you're about? like like it's a shadow life? Like it, like yeah. Of course you have your own lives, but if you were to 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 wander into a different reality in which you were belong to each We're other. We're talking about uh, parallel universes, much yes. like across the Spider-Verse. Exactly. Uh, on VOD now. Ah, uh, my damn web. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. How do you think- My it, damn web. What do you think would be your big, like, what would you think would be your strong suits as a couple and also the things that you would be the kind of recurrent fights? I think communication is one of our strong suits. Absolutely. I would say biggest fight, I'd say, don't get in the bathtub, please. Please don't go because I could but see I him going the myself. same way as the other- as my other husband. What do you want me to take showers every day? I can't do that. Similar body as my other husband with the, the premature ankles, which no mm. offense, but you have in a That's big okay. way. No, yeah. And I, then I, the rest I, of the body seeming kind of stretched but normal. Yeah. You'll slide down the drain like a slippery little packet of ketchup. You'll but be gone if, in a heartbeat. What if I put ankle weights on? 
they have to that be big. accelerates it, I would think. Ankle sombrero would work a bit better because it's not about the weight; it's about the the, the width. So this is one of our recurring fights. Yeah, see, obviously. and see, we're already fighting, but the communication is on point. That's right, because it's a healthy back and forth. We're saying not... it with love. We're maintaining eye contact. <laughs> That's right. It's nice. I honestly, the fights you guys have right now are feel better to me than like warm conversations I've witnessed between my own parents. Yeah, and, and especially uh, the uh, your friends' parents on that oh sleepover. My god, yeah. Oh my god. They got a divorce. Was it the next day or was like, did they file the paperwork literally within the week? Or? I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't. I was not a part of the bursar's office or whatever. Mm. Who'd ever. You weren't notarizing that. any of the I paperwork? I did very or? little notary work as a yeah. boy. And it's one of the things I, Interesting. Don't, I don't feel good well, about. Well, this is good information to know. Um, Margo, in the know. In the know. That's right. Yeah. And in the know is out now on Peacock. But uh, we need to take a break. Margo, can you stick around? Of um, course. Because I kind of promised Zach, you know, like. That you could flirt with my last name? <laughs> well, just that <laughs> of someone course. with this hot last name was going to be stay. here for... Of course. Okay, great. All right. We're going to take a Do break. Do you want me to say Margot Tits? Signing out. <laughs> I love it. Okay. All right. So can you say Hillary Duff makes semen grow? Hillary Duff makes semen grow, and I'm Margot Tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We have an educator on the show. We'll be right back with more comedy baby after this. <laughs> BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Do you know when Crystal Pepsi was discontinued? Hmm. Do you know what was in Al Capone's vault? Or which famous meteorologist is Lenny Kravitz's second cousin? Well, if not, then you haven't spent enough time on Wikipedia. But that's okay, because you can learn it all in the new podcast, WikiHole, from Smartless Media. Discover the craziest rabbit holes on Wikipedia with host Darcy Carden and her favorite comedian friends as they bring the cyber frontier directly to your tympanic membrane. And if you listen to WikiHole, you'd learn that's the sciencey term for eardrum. That's right, WikiHole is a hyperlink roller coaster starting out on one Wikipedia page and then going from link to link to link to link, careening through trivia, oddities, and unexpected connections until everyone wonders, how the hell did we get here? Follow WikiHole on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to WikiHole ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Comedy Bang Bang, we're back. Zach Woods is here. Uh, in the know, out now on Peacock. A mere three hours of your life could be devoted to this. Probably yeah. a little less, maybe well, two hours, 45 minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah. It's, it's not even the size of one Godfather. I think the selling point of this show is brevity. Um, if nothing else, it's not long. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's not short. No. But it's like right there in that sweet spot where you're like, oh, this is a thing, definitely. Yeah, like if you're about to throw on Gandhi or or uh, out of like, Africa, yeah, or, you'd yeah. be like, uh, yeah, it's essentially the same experience, but you know, more lulls. <laughs> so you, so so more your lulls show, in the action, just dead space. Probably both, lulls. if I'm being honest. But I meant lulls, like um, LOLs. LOLs. But um, I, I would say that Gandhi is like your show, but with more lulls. 
lulls l u l s yeah, so which makes it three hours that's right yeah uh, same amount do, of content <laughs> someone should do a cut of gandhi where they just take out all the dead air <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> movies back in the 80s man so fucking slow let's you know tighten this up tighten it up uh well we need to get to our next oh by the way margo tits is here hello and... tits at your tits in your face <laughs> Is that how you answer the phone? That might be a problem if we were to get well, together. Well, if it's the phone, I say tits in your ear. <laughs> but if it's if someone comes if to the it's door, a FaceTime I'll... or a Zoom, <laughs> or if even to the door, I'll say tits in your face. And if it's and if even it's the, the door, man? I'll say tits at the door. Oh, was he was he your husband who went to, through the bathtub? Was he mis, was he Mister Tits? Don't just cavalierly say. Was your husband that went through the bathtub? Do you sorry. know how painful that was for I'm me? I'm so sorry. Have you ever watched a loved one slink down the drain, never to be seen again? <laughs> No, I hear a scream for a mile long like this. Ah. Splash. Has that ever happened, Zach? No, it hasn't. And if it has, I've blocked the memory. So then keep my husband's name out of your goddamn mouth. So it is his name, his last name. He's from. He's Tits, yes. Okay, that's the question you wanted to ask. Yeah, I just wanted okay. to know. Did you keep your maiden name, or was it? Was there a no. dis- was there a discussion with you of like I don't want to take that name, or did you jump at the chance? Well, I was Broobs before. Oh, okay. So I was going to hyphen to Broobs. Like Broobs? Broobs. I don't know. It's a mm. French name. Oh, okay. Um, so I just went tits. And my husband, my late husband's name was Bigla. Bigla. Bigla tits. Bigla tits. Okay. Like big little tits? No, like le as in the as in French le, as in art, uh, article. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. That makes so a like lot more L-E-S. sense. L-E-S. No, that's plural. It was it was singular. Oh, oh okay. L-E. I, I haven't taken French. I just Big Latits. Big Latits. Uh, well, R.I.P. Big Latits. Thank you. Again, with that flirty <laughs> nature, Scott. It's hard to say R.I.P. while being he flirty. Gave, he gave me a little wink when I he said R.I.P. Big Latits. <laughs> I pulled it off. All right. Well, we need to get to our next guest. Um, she's an educator. This is so exciting to have... Uh, uh, another woman on the podcast. Another woman on the podcast. Can you imagine two? I can't wait. <laughs> this is incredible. Please welcome to the show, Mrs. Maxi. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Oh, I'm sorry. I, uh, is Mrs. Maxi? Uh, I thought. Uh, yes, I am, uh, Mr. Gunlock. I am here filling in for Miss Maxi. She's uh, out today, so I'm substitute. I'm a uh, emergency certified substitute teacher. Oh. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I guess I could have. What, what is your name again? It's, Mr. Gunlock. You Mr. Can call Gunlock. me Mr. Gunlock. I can, oh, I can call you Mr. Gunlock. Yep, you can call me Mr. G if you want. Mr. Gun, uh, Mr. Lock. Either any of those works. Mr. G is cool. That's not, I mean, it sounds cool when I say it. Yeah. Right? I what mean, about Mr. Goo? Mr. Goo. Mr. I've not Goo. been called that, but that can be our special thing. I like to have a special nickname with every one of the students I have in class. Oh, really? So it's like Aww. the special handshake? you know? Yes, when but they're... I'm not allowed to touch students, so I don't do that, but I do do nicknames. Is that personal to you, or is that every teacher is not allowed? Every every substitute teacher, you you have three things that you're trained on. Don't touch students. That's part of the your mandatory reporter of child abuse, mm-hmm. and also don't touch students. Bloodborne pathogens and classroom management. Those are the three things that you're trained on to become an emergency sub. Oh, okay. And what is the emergency? What happened with Mrs. Maxine? I, I was you know really what? If she wanted to you to know that, I'm sure she would have told you. Oh, okay. Uh, I, You know, honestly, I kind of wish she had just canceled instead of sending. I mean, do you know about what she was going to talk about? No, or? you know, I, she didn't leave me a lesson plan or anything um, hmm. that I know of. Okay. Um, but, it, you know, I know how to handle a classroom and I know how to handle groups of people. So I'm going to we're going to use my classroom management skills to make sure everybody's doing all right. Okay. Thank you all for sitting down. Oh sure, I mean yeah, we, this is. A, sure. I mean we're adults too, so it's actually of kind course. of kind of fun for us to sit down. It's like well, you, standing is worse. 
Whereas I think when you're a child, it's the opposite. They want to be, you know, they have so much energy. Well, what you do is you make sure you, instead of calling out bad behavior, you want to make sure that you're complimenting good behavior. Okay. So I want to say thank you all for sitting down. Thank you all for behaving and being quiet. I'm sitting on Scott's lap. When I would say, uh, as that's an unwanted behavior because you're not supposed to be touching Scott each other, I'd say over it. here to Zach, thank you for not sitting on anybody's lap. Oh, no Zach. problem. No, yeah. I, I, Can I thank her for sitting on my lap? Because that's a, a behavior that I like. Well, are you trying to manage the classroom? Uh, I could. Ooh, Do you want me to? Scott, you there, Scott. Well, are we flirting now? A little bit. And that's very inappropriate. I'm not allowed to do that at all. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Let's, Ooh, let's... I want to try too. Mr. Goo, is it true what they say about your goo? Oh, what do they say about my goo? I'm not allowed to ask that. I apologize. <laughs> Post-duff goo. Flirt. Hey, can I talk to you for a second, Margo Tits? <laughs> sure, of I don't course. Like you talk Tits to in your face. <laughs> Mr. Goo here. <laughs> okay, look, uh, uh, Mr. Mr. G. Or Mr. Gunn. Yeah, hold on. Um, I do have to take attendance. Oh, okay. Sure, yeah. Uh, uh, did you, you can ask me your question when I'm done, all sure, right? Sure, yeah. Go we got to get yeah, these done. They need. want this done in the first 10 minutes. Whatever you need. Is there Angela? I mean, there's three I, of us. You yeah, know, I can not... tell you who we are. If right. would Diego. Save time. Nate, what? Diego? Diego? No, Diego. No, no Diego. Folly. Thaley? No. It's T-H-Y-L-I. T-H-Y-L-I? T-H-A-Y-L-I. T-H-A-Y-L-I. No, there's no one, no, no one even like that. All right. I you can tell have... you their names. Zach Woods. Yeah. Okay. Margo Tits. Okay. Me. All right. Joe Sue? Jo- no, no Joe Sue. Maybe that's Josue? Ho- no, no Josue either. All right. No. Okay. So it's just the three of you. We'll do that. All right. I don't need you to tell me when someone's not here. I'll know from the silence. Uh, I, I really don't think silence on a podcast is really like the optimal. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you guys were working on a podcast. No, here. this is why you're. No, see, Mrs. Max, this is not a class. This is not a class. Huh? Ms., Mrs. Maxine was a guest on the show. She was going to talk to me about how to educate young children. And I mean, this is like a. this is kind of like an NPR show. Yeah. I mean, you know, okay. this, Zach Woods is like a famous actor here. He's been in things. I'm like, huge. Like The Office. You ever see The Office? The uh, Office. Good Wife. Late. I recurred on Good Wife. I don't know. Yeah. What does that mean? It's a show starring the uncontroversial Juliana Margulies. I think he means oh. recurred on. Yeah. What does that mean? I re- I know the good wife. That's oh. Christine Baranski and yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it just means you show up but in a way that is um limited because you They don't want to pay you for every episode. Yeah, you have to get your own hotel and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What, what hotel did you stay at? I think there? um the um Knickerbocker Times Square. Oh, that's a that's a great one. That well, place is haunted for sure. Can I ask you something? How come you're because <laughs> are you interested in ghosts, by the way? I'm oh, sorry. You very just said, interested. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that later, but go ahead. Well, I just was curious as like, did you ever have a permanent tenure as a teacher or were you always sub- subbing? No, I like to sub. It keeps my uh, schedule free For so what? that I can so, take care of my hobbies. What are your hobbies? Uh, something ghost related, I would imagine. Something ghost related. I like to read about ghosts, uh, track them down if I can. I collect fire. Uh, wait, 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 wait. You collect fire? Sure. What does that mean? Well, I uh, I tend to uh, fire. I'm part of a group of people who collects and tends to famous fires. We keep them going. Famous fires like the Griffith Park fire. Yeah, I've not I've not seen that one myself. They, I mean, um, they want to put fires out usually. If right, but there. Or what are, about the one the Statue of Liberty is holding? Oh, well, that's uh, bronze or something or gold. Oh, it's I don't not think a it's real gold. fire. Can it melt down the Statue of Liberty? Is I think it if it was gold, we'd see a movie about that by now, <laughs> yeah. for sure. This is not a bad idea for a film. Yeah. Do you write films? I don't, but I will hobbies? if you want me to. I yeah. can write anything. Really? Sure. That's part of my job as a sub. I can go into any situation and take care of anything. What if I were to say fade in? Ooh. Well, I, now I'm ready for ag- oh, Okay. Fade in. Uh, the Statue of Liberty's uh, empty <laughs> torch. 
Does that draw your attention? Yeah, in? yeah it actually it does. Tear your empty torch, and you're like, oh, I guess I wonder how this happened. Yeah, this, that's I what mean, the Statue of Liberty would say. I bet you're wondering how this happened. Okay, I'm going to need you to write 99 percent of this, <laughs> and I'm going to take a little bit, like half the credit. That's okay, right. you just write your name on the cover sheet. We'll be good. <laughs> you know to what go. a cover sheet is? Great. It's, yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. They use those for reports. Oh, okay, wonderful. Yeah. So, uh, have you ever caught a ghost? No, you can't catch a ghost. Well, the, why are you chasing them then? Well, to look at them. Oh, okay. They should have ghost zoos where you can just go. Like, you don't have to chase them. They're just all there. It's like bird watching. Yeah. You're not catching the birds. You're just like, you see that one and you check it off your list. Right. I've been to a ghost zoo, actually. Have you really? My grandmother lives in a home. And when I walk through, that's yeah. just ghost an, zoo. Yeah, that's an old age home. No. Do you, have you been calling it a ghost suit to yes. the people there? I've been saying, hello. I've been saying, <laughs> hello, pre ghosts. Tits, tits in your ghost suit. <laughs> you say tits in your goats, ghosts. Now, not goats <laughs> stew. <laughs> That's something different. Goat yeah. stew is delicious, but ghost zoo is where my grandma lives. What about goatsy? <laughs> goatsy. Mm-hmm. I think it's an Somebody lift. that I used to know. <laughs> Great name. That's a ghost. Someone you used to know. Yeah, that is true. That's so so true. how many ghosts have you seen then? I've <laughs> seen uh, upwards of two ghosts. Okay, two. And who have you ever seen a famous ghost? Uh, not that I'm aware of. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. Not famous for being a ghost, but just like not someone... the ghost of a famous person. But I don't know how fame works once someone's dead. Like what about if Casper? Can... Ghost Casper's of a famous ghost. Casper's the most famous ghost. Yes. I can't think of a more famous. Maybe the cast of ghosts. They're all kind of famous. Oh, now. like Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze is a pretty famous ghost. Hmm. Is that CBS show Ghosts about Patrick Swayze? I think it's about Rose McIver. That was it's a sequel to it, right? Where they went in and they pitched it and they were like, You liked ghost and they drew yeah, an S at like the end. Alien like, and what aliens? about ghosts? Yeah. Yeah. So who were the two that you saw? I saw the the ghost of my father. Oh. And uh then I saw the uh the ghost of what's the name of that guy? William Howard Taft. Oh the president? William that's Howard Taft. Yes, that's right. Oh, well, why 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 did you see him? I mean did he have... You can't ask someone why they saw a ghost. I Okay, I guess, yeah, you're right. But uh, did he have unfinished business on this earth? Well, or... I was at a convention. I was looking at um, uh, somebody had a piece of the uh, Triangle Shirtwaist fire. Uh, I was so at this the... is a fire convention, not is, a ghost I was convention. at a fire convention. Wait, this and... is all of your loves converging. In yeah, it world. happened. To, this is what got me into ghost uh, looking is uh, I was at this convention looking at ghosts, I mean, looking at the fire, and someone's like, you want to see something uh, cool? That's Turn what to Scott left. said to me when I first came in. You want <laughs> to see right. something cool? In that room over there yeah. for an indeterminate amount of time? Oh, the restroom? <laughs> Can I ask you, if like Margo wanted to get in touch with her her husband, LaBoob, what, uh, sorry, the <laughs> tits. That's right. Big Latits. Big Latits. Big little tits. My if late he, husband. Bathtub oh. got him. Oh, same as William Howard Taft. Really? Died in a bathtub. Opposite, he didn't. He, yeah, he he didn't go all the way down. He was. It couldn't get down. He, yeah, he was too big, and the bathtub cracked around him. Oh, yeah. No. What's uh, open his femoral artery? And... What's the name of a, a baby that grows too big? An overdeveloped baby. Yeah. Uh, I I don't. That's not my area of specialty. It's a different oh, thought, species. Well, maybe you but, crossed it over in uh, in learning about him. Like, I guess Butterball. I oh, don't know sure. if I had to guess. Okay. Mm. So if she wants to contact him, like, what's the first step if you're chasing a ghost? Well, the first step, when you're chasing a ghost, you want to get start where they died. Okay. okay. That's so, easy. Bathtub. Right. Okay. And then you do concentric circles out. Well, the bathtub's up against a wall. Okay. Well, I mean, you can go outside. Ghosts can travel, right? Oh, okay. They can so, go through walls. Yeah, but humans can't. So. Right. They have to be attached to something when they die mm. for them to be a ghost. So William Howard Taft was attached to his bathtub. 
that's when I looked to the side. That guy's like, you want to see something cool? I looked over and it was a bathtub. Oh, so he had brought the bathtub with him? It was William Howard Taft in the bathtub. Wow. He was like, you want to see something cool? It's me. Taft tub. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. So was he showing, was this like cordoned off so no one else at this convention could see it? Or could anyone just turn their head and well, look at Well, I say convention. This is uh, people we're meeting up in places that are sort of secret. We're not really allowed to carry these uh, fires around. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, if you were to go to the San Diego Convention Center and light a bunch of fires, that would be... We don't light fires. We keep them lit. You just keep them going. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I've seen the Chicago fire. Um, so the Chicago fire is still going? The one yeah. that that old cow started? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we sometimes uh, at the conventions, they get out or we let them out. Uh, you know that fire that shut down the 10 freeway? Yeah. That was the Chicago fire. That was the, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. So it just traveled over. That's right. Amazing. Wow. I've had teachers who at times have been mean to me, and I, I guess I've had a hard time like relating to their side of it. But you probably in the lounge talk to the uh, other teachers like, can you, for example, okay, right? Um, I, right. I have a piano teacher who told me that I would always be sloppy. <gasps> In terms of your piano playing or in terms of yeah, your general it, appearance and your sort of work ethos? It, it was kind of, she took from, she ascribed sloppiness to my piano playing and extrapolated to all the things you mm. just said. Okay. You're going to be sloppy. Hmm. You're a sloppy person. You always be sloppy. Hmm. Okay. Why do you think she said that? Well, now, I don't know how to teach anybody anything. Oh. Okay? I okay. manage classroom behavior. I make sure that everyone... Who's in the classroom when that starts is there at the end of class and nobody gets hurt along oh, the I way. Oh, I see. So you don't, I mean, what does Mrs. Maxie even teach? Do you know the subject? Um, oh, let's see. Let's Please see. don't start taking attendance again. Yeah. But I, also, I, can I we do. talk about attendance? Because there was quite a few missing kids in your class. Yeah. Well, this didn't is, seem is to Vladislava? care about. Is there a Vladislava? Where no, are no, all these see, kids? The, all these kids are at school right now. I guess. Oh, and uh, you're here. If there is yeah. a Vladislava, Nadaski, Napisa, Zadanya. That's I, a message no. I'm supposed to give to Vladislav. <laughs> really? Now you're giving messages? <laughs> yeah. Nadaskia <laughs> Who's that Napisa from? Napisa Zadania from Miss Maxi. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean Miss Maxi, I think I think she was taking an hour off to come do this podcast. Oh. And was okay. going to tell us about her area of expertise whatever she teaches the kids. I got gotcha, you. Cuz I'm supposed to be in history. Okay, so she's history. So she was going to teach us about history. Well, I she's guess. got English history. I do. I found she did. She did leave me some lesson plans here. Yeah. Um, is there anything about English history? Well, or thank you for taking out your computer, Scott. I, yeah. No, this is what I record the show on. Is there yeah. anything about history you can teach us? Because I feel like this is a waste of a segment. Or... Oh, sorry about that. Leah. Let me just dig right in. Uh, you're supposed to be doing uh, today. We're going to work on ancient China Ed puzzle. You guys know that? Have you guys, are you familiar with an Ed puzzle? How to do an Ed puzzle? No, no. If you take out your if everyone has out their computers like Scott, you can look it up on Schoology. Um, school, school is that and a then website, we're going to dig into the ancient china interactive silk road map that's on google slides do you guys have that i do i, I found something for ed got uh erectile dysfunction and silk road map i got something on 4chan for silk road underground okay so yeah. just start clicking on that okay uh, and we'll see what that comes and i don't, I don't uh, like you clicking on when margo uh finds it she's gonna let the rest of you know she'll share that to everybody else uh, yeah i don't know i i have uh right now i'm on uh I think uh, Michael Barbaro sexy pose is that does that hmm. have anything to do with your That's lesson nice. plan or is he I mean is that in ancient China I, I just I, I'm it's supposed it, to let you know you need to be. you need to do this kahoot on ancient China uh, and this is a graded assignment it's really important that I remind you guys this is a graded assignment and you're not going to get points unless you complete the entire okay, assignment so you you don't know anything about any subject matter 
I, I, well, I know how to get onto Schoology and I know how to find the folders and I, I can't look at it though. So I can get you guys to the assignments and you guys can work on them, but I can't answer any questions about it. Okay. So I, this is just, this is a waste. I, I, I'm. Well, maybe we can teach you something. Do you know how to tell the difference between what could be a raisin or what could be a raisin kid? Um, well, I mean, the only way that I can think of is to hold them underwater. <laughs> That's one way. Here's another that I haven't shared yet. Oh, take it, take the raisin, hold it at hip height, drop it on the ground. If it bounces a little bit in any direction, that's a kid you had. If it had. falls flat and it, well, you've killed it now. Okay, that seems like a real liability in terms of yeah. the test. It's a last resort. This right. is like if a the drowning the witch kind of situation where, you know, <laughs> no. It's not like it's that. It's not at all? No, it's different. Well, I'm not you certified. With me right now? I'm not certified for early childhood. You know, I do K through 12. That's it. Okay. So okay. I don't deal with raising kids. Well, well, then between the two of us, we've got all our bases covered. Okay. Because I've never even, you know, I've never seen a raising kid become a raising adult. And if I do, I will call you. Holy moly. So they all pass away? Well, they're just on the, they're at large, even though they're so small, which is ironic. <laughs> it is al- very ironic. That's a, yeah. You can also sing uh, to a raisin, and if it falls asleep... That's a raisin. How would we know it's yeah. asleep? I mean, or, or if it's an inanimate raisin, you can would... look so close for the rise and fall of the chest. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Oh, that. where's the chest on a raisin? Okay, pervert. Back <laughs> off. Just because I'm Margot Tits doesn't mean I can locate the chest on everything. Well, I apologize. I apologize. Which, by the way, if you ever see a woman's nipples through her shirt, it's not nipples. It's two raisins, and they're puppeteering her body like Ratatouille. <laughs> what? Are you sure? I'm not shitting you. I think I've seen some like Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions. Th- those girls are in trouble. Oh, no. They bought a box of Raisin brands. Raisin got loose <laughs> in the house, got into the bikini, and now is kind of controlling the body. Oh, like, they God. probably didn't even want to be in that photo shoot. They no. might have been like, no. like yeah, Of course, they exploit women. Or, yeah. Why yeah. would they want to be in a photo shoot? So like these that? are like misogynist little raisins. Well, babies. they do it to men, too. Have you ever seen a man in like a golfing shirt? <laughs> sure. All, constantly. <laughs> yeah. A couple raisins on the chest. And they're piloting them like uh, two pilots in Pacific Rim? That's exactly right. Oh, right. <laughs> Why are, why are they so bad, these Raisin Babies? They're diabolical, I told you. But what, what happened? Yeah, is like, it nature? Why? Is it nurture? I think it's a bit of both, because when they were in the hospital incubator, they had training from Professor X, who's not related to the Oh, so X-Men not, the, not the X-Men, not the, the Patrick Stewart character. <laughs> no, no, he's just a regular bald man in a wheelchair, and he was teaching the Raisins <laughs> how to get strong to go out in the world. But their training was interrupted by me, who took them to the Kellogg's factory, and then they were introduced to the world before their training was finished, so now they have power, but they don't have responsibility. I see. So he's training them. You don't know. You're just a field trip person. You're just a field trip person. Hey, I relate to that. <laughs> yeah, right? Okay, yeah. so you guys are very similar. Here. We are. You have We're a lot in, fact, in common. We do. And I yeah. and I have to say, I am married. So I don't I don't know if this thing that we have, obviously we have something it was very too good combustible. To be true. You want me to get, hop off your lap? Yeah. Okay. Could you do mind? Hey, hey do you mind Zach, if I hop on yours? Whoa, okay. Okay. That's fine. Zach, thanks for not flirting with anybody. Oh, I've been flirting. It just, I just, I've been flirting. Oh, that's it's, flirting to you? Yeah, I just don't, I'm not oh. that great at it. Yeah. Huh. Oh, sorry. I have uh, a hard you're time. You're doing great, pal. But I, I think, honestly, are you, are you with anyone? Uh, do no, you mind I keep asking? myself uh, free from my hobbies. You do? Okay. No uh, wives or dead wives, anything like that? No, I have a, a trail of failed girlfriends. Oh, they, they failed. Uh, me. They, they failed, failed you. They failed <laughs> <Okay>. me. <laughs> That's right. Um, We have high standards. Well, you know, it seems like we have two uh, available single people who are, you know, very available and and looking for love, perhaps. And so if you want to go on a second date, we'll pay for it. You will? Sure. Where will you send us? Wherever you want in the world. Where would you like to go? Maybe the Statue of Liberty's torch? <gasps> yeah, How let's go romantic. check that out. We can write that off as well uh, as a business expense because we're going to make uh, oodles off of this screenplay. I mean, if I'm paying for it, I don't know if you're going to write it off as a business expense, but oh, whatever you well, need to I'll do. Well, I'll yeah. double dip if I can. <laughs> oh, sure. 
Do you wow. feel like that's a key feature of your date planning is tax savings and stuff? Quite a bit. Quite yeah. a bit. Because they're not they're not thinking that way. My dates, my failed girlfriends, I'm always finding out they are not considering the financial repercussions of our dates. And do you feel like the same thing with like where you have to keep fires alive in a literal way, like that that's your sole responsibility with your partners? Well, I think. What? <laughs> like, you know how you have to keep fires alive? That is, the, by the way, the perfect comedy bang bang answer. <laughs> Wait, well, I think. I, what? what? <laughs> that that you know, says it all. I Zach, think. I think there's something about your conversational skills. Do you mind if I ask you a question? Please. How do you how do you stay so impossibly unflirtable? I, again, I just want to be really clear. I'm trying to flirt right now. Right. I just don't know what but the no, signifiers it's just not, are. It's not even possible no, to do it, it with you. No, it feels as if you've got an iron wall, the Great Wall yeah. of China, not to bring it back to the Silk Road, well, the but Silk around Road. your yeah. sort of chemistry. Yeah. yeah. You're you're an impenetrable wall. It's of, like, you know how people just ooze, you know, uh, chemistry or machismo? Yeah, yeah, like sure. Like, uh, yeah, it's like a reverse ooze. Is there a word for a reverse ooze? Yeah, it's you like don't your have ankles. machismo. You have nacho cheesemo. <laughs> Okay. So will you guys teach me? Because I really would like to be better at this, and I just I have nacho cheese and I just it's well, it's easy to flirt with. First, you got to start an argument, of course. Okay. You got to pretend you hate each other. You've seen the beginning of a rom com, sure. Yeah. Oh, new guy at the office. He's a real prick. Yeah. I hate him until the day I drop my papers and he helps me pick him up. But I'm embarrassed that he helped me. But we touched fingertips. Nice. Yeah. But have you ever done anything like that? Like dropped anything? Uh, I've dropped things before, but it's never been the source of a, like a budding romance. But I well, started... can I ask you something? Are you yeah, dropping yeah. things when you're alone? Because that yeah. could be the problem. Most Mostly it's when I'm by myself. So try yeah. to do it around someone. Okay. My yeah. advice is need help. Yeah. Need right? help. Be somewhere where the person you want to flirt with can see you and be in need of help. Yeah. Like, like oh, I, I can uh, pick up those papers for you. Or, oh, I can change that tire for you. Like, constantly be in a state of duress. Well, I spent a whole New Year's Eve walking around in the bitter cold with no coat and only a tuxedo jacket crying. And, like, no one said, no one flirted with me. This is prime flirt. Yeah. I don't know. I think the problem is you. Because I see, I see that happening. I'm in there. I'm flirting. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is about you. I had someone told me, I remember reading as like someone said, Marilyn Monroe, you wanted to protect her, but you also wanted to. Um, Fuck her. Yes. Yeah. That, I believe was And the you also quote. wanted to watch her movies. Boobies. <laughs> Sorry. I meant boobies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay guys look we can talk about this all day but we are running out of time um we really only time have time for uh one final feature on the show and of course that final feature is a little something we call plugs Okay, very abrupt ending. That was Open Up the Butt Plug Bag by Molly Bang. Thank you to Molly Bang, a very spacey, ethereal entrant here in our plugs themes. But thank you to Molly Bang. If you have a plugs theme, head over to cbbworld.com slash plugs 
and uh, submit it along with your remixes of our Closing Up the Plug Bag theme. And what are we plugging? Obviously, Zach, in the know, out now on Peacock. I promise. It yeah. Is. If can Can I ask, if people go on Peacock and it's not up there, are you willing to... Personally apologize and do, yeah. do something? Yeah, go to their houses. Yeah, I'll do whatever you need. Yeah, what, uh, really, whatever would satisfy the situation. You'll correct yeah. the situation, yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. Okay, great. Uh, anything else going on? Are you in uh, anything uh, uh, coming up uh, aside from that, or should we just focus on this? No, focus relentlessly and exclusively on that, please. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And and people should not watch the holdovers. <laughs> I really, if nothing else, I don't, to be totally frank, I don't care if you watch it in the know, but if you watch the holdovers, may bad fortune hound you till the end of your days great okay perfect um margo tits what do you want to plug now i wish i could go back in time and plug that damn bathtub drain and save my oh, husband boy but, but unfortunately i can't that life has no rewind button no unless you're uh, in doesn't. click or something oh kiss you like the movie Scott. Click? what you like the movie you click? just said kiss me scott no what? i didn't i'm not flirting with scott anymore okay I'd like to plug, I'm doing a show at the Largo on February 23rd with the Raisin Kids. Oh, really? They'll <laughs> yeah, all be there? we're in an improv group called Dinosaurs, me and a couple of Raisin Kids. Oh, how cool. And then last but not least, certainly do not fucking watch The Holdovers. Yeah, whatever you do, don't watch The Holdovers. Um, and Mr. G, Mr. Goo, what are we plugging? <laughs> oh, well, uh, you know, if you're uh, going on to Peacock, you can check out... Um, uh, AP Bio, which was uh, canceled a few years ago, but it's sure. got a whole bunch of uh, uh, people pretending to be teachers, much like myself, uh, and that's a lot of fun. Uh, you can check that out. And um, oh, there's a podcast called Those Who Ant, which I don't have anything to do with, but it's a very funny podcast. Those who ant, those like, who ant, like the movie ants. No, like the um, which is your, of course B movie. Your parents' sisters. <laughs> Oh, those who like aunt. Oh. Correct. It would, it, it, but it's it's less funny if you say those who aunt. Well, right? it's most funny if you listen. Right. Oh, okay. So people right? should listen to it instead of just saying it. Correct. Okay, great. Um, I want to plug. Look, obviously, I want to plug CBB World. Head over there for the past uh, uh, episodes of this show, all the archives, ad free episodes of this show, as well as new material. We have uh, my movie show Scott hasn't seen. We have. Uh, we have uh, uh, CBB Presents with uh, shows like Hey Randy and uh, uh, Who Me with the Batman. And uh, uh, we have Neighborhood Listen. So many shows over there. So head over to CBBWorld.com. But I have a big announcement here, and this is the first time we're announcing it. So this is very exciting. We've been working on it for quite a few months. Uh, coming this February, Comedy Bang Bang Action Figures. That's uh -huh. right. By FC Toys. 3.75-inch action figures. Uh, the first two figures available, Scott Ackerman, that's me, and J.W. Stillwater. That's right. Uh, these are uh, the first two that are going to be available. Uh, J.W. Stillwater's figure comes with a cloth cape accessory. The figures will be shipping in February, unlikely before Valentine's Day, if you're one of these weirdos who's like trying to get their loved one. <laughs> two action figures of us. Um, they are available worldwide at shop.figurecollections.com with free shipping to a U.S. address or in Europe with cheaper import fees at actionfigureseller.com. Uh, you can pre-order the Scott Ackerman and J.W. Stillwater figures right now at shop.figurecollections.com. Bundle deals are available, and you never know. We're going to be releasing these two at a time. You're going to want to collect them all. Uh, we've been uh, planning this out for a while, and we've been designing them. Uh, it's a, a great team over there uh, who are fans of the show designing all the people that you want. So uh, that's going to be really cool, I think. So, uh, yeah, check those out. Please don't bring those to class. Yeah, you'll you don't want to get them uh, confiscated. 
Definitely. Would you confiscate something like that? Absolutely. Keep them in your bag, please, with your cologne bottles and your phones. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's close up the old plug bag. What is it? 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 Oh, nice and short. Thank you so much. That was What Is It by William Byrne. Thank you to William Byrne. And hey, guys, I want to thank you so much. Uh, Zach, great to have you on the show. Thank you, Scott. In the know. Continued success to you. Uh, I hope to watch those other five episodes uh, whenever I have uh, uh, an appropriate amount of time. I don't want to fast forward through them. I want to watch them like at regular speed. Whatever speed you want, Scott. It works. I can do 1.5 speed. I wish you would. Everything should be at 1.5. I, I lead a 1.5 speed life. <laughs> I think everything should be. Um, and um, look, uh, Mr. G, Mr. Goo, great having you on the show. Please, can you tell Mrs. Maxi we would rather she just cancel instead of sending a sub? Is that? Uh... I will never meet her. Yeah, okay. I get a robocall that tells me where to show up. Can you leave like a note on her desk or anything like that? Yes, I got sub notes. I'll do that. Okay, yeah, you that bet. would be great. And then, of course, Margot Tits. Of course. Of course. Tits in your face. Please check your poop for raisins. <laughs> if, if, I mean, check your raisin brand, of course, for raisins. But I check your raisin brand for poop. Honestly. Yeah, honestly, like, have you ever been eating raisin brand? Have and you then ever su- been eating raisin brand? <laughs> and then suddenly there's poop suddenly in there? Suddenly there's poop in there. That... This is good stand-up material. Do you want to you do hear a about duo this? Act? <laughs> you hear about this? So apparently I was reheating Raisin Bran the other day. Okay, that's going to be it. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.